And it's 8.03 on Wednesday night, and it's Simcha Cohen with my, 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 my dear friend, Nisim. What a surprise. What a surprise. Ah, Two okay. Ooh, long la- weeks. No Simcha. Oy vey. No. But you know what? We have to appreciate, I have to appreciate feeling good, Baruch Hashem. You know what? Listen. It, uh, but I'm happy to be, listen. I miss out more when I'm not here than anybody else. Because my week goes from show to show. I love, I love listening to kids. I love hearing what they have to say. And I wanted to say that this is now Chodesh Kislev. And we have the Chodesh of Nisim. Okay, we have my friend Nisim. But I don't know about you, but I find that when I look I have like miraculous things happen in my life every day. Like things that are, that should, like, there's no such thing as a coincidence, but miraculous things happen every day. And you see, I see Yad Hashem in my life every day. And I think it's unbelievable. I think it's unbelievable. If we look for it, we see it. So I wanted to tell a story that happened to me that really, really, really brings this home. The, the, you know, I want, it's about having arguments. It's about having shalom. So the Satan tries to make machloket between people. Satan tries to make machloket between people. Who always, very often, will try and create. So my wife and I had a friend. Who was my wife's friend for her whole life. Best, best friend. We got married. She used to come over our house all the time. And then she got married, and I don't even remember what happened. 20 years ago, something happened, and we haven't spoken in 20 years. Mamash have not spoken in 20 years. Okay, time goes on. Three weeks ago, on Amosai Shabbat, my wife says to me, you know what, could you take me to this shopping mall? My wife is not a shopper. She doesn't like, this is a very strange request. I said, no problem. So we went an hour and 20 minutes away to New Jersey. We went to a shopping mall. We're standing there. It's 10 to 10 at night. I'm trying to get into a store. My wife is in the store. I'm trying to get in. The security guard is giving me an argument. And I'm arguing with the guy. All of a sudden, a Jew comes over and he says to me, here, let me help you. And he starts arguing with the security guard. I look at this guy. I say, oh my gosh. This is the husband of this friend that we haven't spoken to in 20 years. I looked at him. I said, is that you? So he says, yeah. I said, I can't believe it. In 20 years, I haven't seen you. We live not so far away. We haven't bumped into each other, anything. He goes, you know what's the craziest thing? He says, my son is getting married in two weeks. I said to my wife, the one person we haven't invited to the wedding is Simcha Cohen and his wife. And we need to reach out to them and find out where they are. His wife said, we haven't spoken in 20 years. How are we going to pick up the phone now and say, hello, where you been for 20 years? Come to the wedding. The answer is, because his ratzon was to do it 
Hashem orchestrated. Why? I've never went to this mall with my wife ever in my entire life. Yeah. This well. is the way Hashem works. So I wanted to say, I wanted to say that this is what J-Root pr- promotes. We are a radio station that exists on top of the norm. We don't function in any way. We look at everything above the norm. If you listen to all the shows, you listen to Rabbi Nisim's show, you listen to the the shows that, that, that we, 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 I listen every morning to Rabbi Mizrahi. I listen to, to, to the shows and, and we're all above the norm, okay? The kids that call into this show, it's above the norm. So we are available to talk. Anybody that speaks in J Root Radio, if you want to engage us in, in, Appearances, if you have, let's say, a, 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 it's an archive event, you have something, call the radio station, and we are all available because this is what we're about. This is what we're about. And we're taking J-Root Radio to the next level. And we want to be able to not only be jroot.com, we want to be J-Root Live, J-Root in the flesh, J-Root, a totally approachable, alive in, in, in center. Isn't that what we want to do? Franchise J-Root Radio, you know? I don't know if we can franchise uh, J-Root Radio. I, I want to tell you something, you know. J-Root Radio is one of a kind. I know, no, it's one of a kind. No, I'm talking about, you know, I, I had a meeting with a, with a non-Jewish person, personal, and he told me that the contents that you have, it's just so amazing. And you have to spread it all over the state. And uh, So I want to put a challenge out there. Somebody listening. We, I had this idea, but everybody's busy. I want to propose somebody who's listening to take the challenge of having a J-Root event. What does it mean, a J-Root event? An evening where we take a hall, like, let's say, like, uh, the whole Brooklyn Hall where they do the, the, the Miami Boys concert. And we have an event of Chizuk, a night of Chizuk, where everybody gets, comes together and we inspire one another and we, and we, we promote this, this concept, children, adults, to come together to have a J-Root event of declaring Mahut Shem Shamayim, of, of, of standing up for what's right and 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 and, and promoting the 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 kedushan Hashem, somebody that's interested in doing such a thing, call the station. The number is seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight. Tell them, you know text what? Us, text us. Will be the easier. Text us. Text us. Easy. Text us at three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight. Say I am hearing this call of Mil Hashem Eli. That, you know what, I want to stand up, I want to make an event. You know what, it could start, we could have 100, 200, 500, 1,000. It could be, how many people listen to this station that want to come together, to say together, to stand up and say, Kabla o machut shamayim. To well, say it's together. A it's an excellent idea, unbelievable. Bahavtalarecha kamocha. Okay, Bezad Hashem, you know what, we need, we need the person that uh, has the... the the guilt, you know, <laughs> to 
Yeah, that's the idea. It's a hundred percent. But you know something? You know something? A person that realizes that their money is from Hashem and it's for things like this, how much do you think it's going to cost? It's not going to cost a lot of money. It's not going to cost a lot of money. It's but a, you know it's something? A, it's, a, it's a you know what? <laughs> because we are in a, in a, in a fire. It's, it costs money. It costs money. It cost money. To know, us, it costs money. You know, to you know, someone who's a gavir, okay. to someone who I, I thinks I, for I, the cloud you throw ahead. Yes. Okay. There's somebody that knows the the you know the people we don't realize we don't have any chandeliers, we don't have any plaque, we don't have this. But the question like this, uh, really, what is going to be? Wow, this is really something amazing too. When you were thinking about it, and you know, I don't want to mention the name of the rabbi that told me, and even today I met, I met one of the rabbis, the Chashuv, Chashuv rabbi, and said that we are the, the biggest, biggest yeshiva in the world, the biggest 100%. yeshiva in the world. Uh, uh, the rabbi told me, asked me this way, Nisim, do you know what is all seller? I said, yes. What is the connection? He said, you know what? He said, you are the all sellers of the Torah, and I am the retailer. <laughs> and I'm not joking. This is a big, one of Hashuva's rabbi in, 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 uh, in uh, Brooklyn, if not the, the, the main one. And uh, it's really something that gave me a lot of, uh, you know, chizuk. But again, I, I know that uh, Yitzhara is not, is not leaving us alone. You know, you look but here yeah. at the equipment, you know, just to replace this equipment, we're talking about thirty to fifty thousand dollars. And and really, but do you know really, something? If I had thirty to fifty thousand dollars, this is what I do with it. Yeah. Do you know? Hold on, hold on. The 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 fact is though that this is what we need to do. And you know what? To get to get Barov Am Hadrat Melech to stand together to say Kabbalat Omachut Shamayim. To say, to say, we are mitzvot, we are mekabel, we are different, and we are the or la'amim. This is the time to do it. Chanukah is the time when the kedushah, the holiness, the holiness is what shined forth. And I want you to know something. I, Simcha Cohen, have the best population for this idea. Because the purity of our children, the sincerity of our children, that's what will take us through the top. Because we have the best, best neshamot calling this show. Um, you know, I just got, a, we got just kind of phone call. She, uh, the lady didn't want to be on air, but she said that uh, she, I have to repeat what she said. And she said it's unbelievable station. And from Friday to Motzei Shabbat, and it's every single to, to Friday to Friday, every single show is uplifting and it inspire and be mechazek. And from the parasha, from the kids' story, I don't. You know, we don't have to say them more. You know, we we know we know that. Uh, you, you, know you know what? You know what it is because it's true Torah. It's no gimmick. It's no sales. It's just Torah. That's what it is. And Torah sells itself. Torah is the aura of the world. So yeah. you know what? When it's pure and it's Hashem Shamayim and it's without shtick and it's without gimmick, then you know what? It goes. It, 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 it enters. It enters. And you know, it, it's, it's so true. And I wanted to say that, that 
you know, the, the simcha of Hanukkah is such a simcha coming up that it wasn't, it was the, the war was one of tahara over tum'ah. The Hashmonaim were rabbis. They weren't big soldiers. They weren't generals. They were rabbis. They were Chachamim. They were Kohanim. And they, it was their, that Koach. That Koach. That, 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 that. And you have to understand, a child that sits and learns Torah is the strongest soldier in the world. We have a no, caller. Okay, okay. Uh, we have we have few, oh, uh, the line is already. Oh my! Up, you know, okay, but I, I tell you, we have a special caller right now. It's, oh boy! It's it's on birthday today, so let's see. Let's hear with him. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Hello. How old are you? Eight. Eight years old. How are you, Tzadik? Yeah. Today's your birthday. Yeah. Wow! So eight years ago today, the world became a much Nicer place. Okay. Okay. What did what 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 did you do on your birthday? Um, he bought me presents. He bought you presents. Okay, yeah. I'm happy. You know what? You know what? Yeah. That today's a very special day to celebrate because, in who knows what kind of tzaddik you're gonna grow up to be. I'm a big tzaddik. Oh, yes. I love it. As long as you know it. I'm so proud to hear that. I'm so proud. You know, because of your birthday, you can come to the radio station. Where you live in Boropa? You live in Boropa or in Flatbush? Where Where do you live? Brooklyn. In, in Borough Park or in Flatbush? Flatbush. Okay, so oh. you come to the station and it will give you a nice CD. Okay? Would you like a CD? You want to come to the station and we're going to give you a CD for your birthday. You can't. Okay. Oh, one second. Um, can you give it to Yoli Carl? Okay, we'll give to Yoli Carl. Okay. Okay. Thank you for calling, Tzadik. Happy birthday. Many, 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 many more. Okay, thank you. Okay. Thank you. That makes me... I love it. Yeah. Hello? Hi, how are you? Laser Diamond. Laser Diamond, three things this week. Tell me, three things on Ashgach Pratis. What do you got to say? Number one is sometimes when you wait on um, in traffic, it's for shape you have to wait. And another thing is uh, sometimes when you go into a grocery store and we do things, so they have to wait for lines. For shape, we have to wait a lot of times. Okay. And what, and another question I ask you to ask you, do you mind if I come one time to the studio with you? I have no problems if you come to How the How can I make the arrangements? You know, call when we're not on the show, and we'll work it out. Okay. Text us. Text so, us. Um, text us. Text you know, us. You know text our text us. number? Text us. Oh, we'll yeah. contact you text. Okay? Love to meet you. And, another, and, and you know, you know we, we, live in a not, we live in a very trachadarist. So, you know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think we live in a beautiful, 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 beautiful world. I said, I didn't say, I said the world is very shrach. We have to know. It was a hard time. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? We don't yeah. live in shvacha times. We live in very concentrated times. Because yeah. we have today Torah 
When you have darkness, a little light penetrates so much more. When you have so much darkness and you have the ore of Rav Chaim Kedievsky and Rav Steinman and Rav Shimshin Sher and the Gedolea door and Rav Leaf, when you have their light, Rav Wallace, you have their light shining, it shines brighter than you can imagine because the rest of the world is black. Another, another, and let's say we go on a trip and, and Sashem, you know, we have to come back late and our Hashem, he runs the world. Rav Zashem, and he does a darn good job. Okay, okay. thank you, Laser. Laser, thank you. Have a good night. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. How are you? Good. I called in two weeks ago about that that I go to someone and and that I miss recess. Yes. Yes. So, um, so my and I so said my, it wasn't a good mother, idea. My mother called the school, and, and, and I was able to not, to not miss recess. I am so happy. Do you see that? And this is a lesson for all the kids out there. You hear, don't take anything for granted. You made my night. You really did, because I, I was hoping that you would really do something about it. Kids should not miss recess for, for being pulled out of class. And thank you for your mom for calling up and taking care of it. But and thank you for the school for being sensitive for doing it. But this is what no, because she um she didn't either like it, and we didn't have another time. And then someone in my group, since my group was very big, um changed. And there was one girl before that was by herself, so we moved. So my group moved to her. But you see, you see, my friend. If you start the Mahalach, then Kodesh Baruch Hu gives you Siyat Rishmaya, and it happens. Don't sit and let it just be. You made the effort, and Hashem let it happen. Okay? No such thing. Let me tell you something. There's no such thing as it's impossible. Because it's not an acceptable thing to not have recess. There's no such thing. You have to work it out. There's got to be a way. All right? Yeah, and my bro- this week my brother is getting a bar mitzvah. Really, Mazel Tov! That's so exciting! Wow. So, I, I you having a kiddish? Yeah. That's so exciting. That's so exciting. So, so. And my brother wants to say something. Okay, I want to give him Mazel Tov. Yeah. Hello, Hello? Mazel Tov, bar mitzvah bacher. Hello. How are you? I'm not- He's the artist. Oh, it's the other one. So this is the how oh. and so how long is it gonna be before your bar mitzvah? Okay. What do you wanna say? Okay. What what what, what you wanted to talk, what do you wanna say? Okay. I didn't really understand, but that's okay. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? Baruch Hashem. Um, so basically, the story is like this. Um, we have like an English teacher, and she's very, very hard. She gives like tests like in a very like, hard style. And I'm telling me it's gonna be it's gonna be good for you, but it's really hard. And like I just studied with someone, and we studied really hard. And I want to wish us luck at all. HBAs are taking history tests tomorrow. Okay. Which which school? Which school? And. 
how am I supposed to motivate myself if it's so hard and we're not seeing the good stuff now and we're, like, we're, not, we're, not, we're not getting anything now and we're just, it's just so hard? So that's a really good question. First of all, I just want to understand, what does it mean a hard style? What do you mean? What, what, what's a hard style? Like region style? Like we're taking a region every time we take a test? Okay, okay. So the thing is like this. The, what you need to understand is that your brain is a muscle. And the more you use your muscle of your brain, for whatever it is that you use it for, you strengthen your brain. So when it comes to Avodah Hashem, and it comes to Torah, and it comes to, to, to learning, your brain is going to be a stronger brain for the learning of Torah. And your brain is going to be a stronger brain for Avodah Hashem. So even though you may not yeah, see the benefit... Yeah, but how do you motivate yourself if you're just seeing bad marks? Ah, so the thing is like this. So there's got to be, that's why I asked what, what type of test it is. So you, may, you might want to try and ask the teacher what the best way to study for this test is. Maybe there's a specific way to study for this. Yes, yeah, you said, but it's like very hard. Like you could try to study and you think you're doing the right thing and it's totally not. Well, unfortunately, easy things aren't worth a lot. And you're, I mean... I think that if you get into a group of like three, four people and study, maybe that will help? No, it won't help because the more people, the more distractions. Ah, okay, you're very honest. Um, I don't know. Is, does, is, does everybody fail the test? What? Does everybody fail the test? Yeah, it's totally different. We never had like real hard teachers, and now she's like, if she comes and makes it hard. Uh huh. Okay, so you don't, the only thing I can tell you is. It's not bad to have a hard teacher. Yeah, but like, 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 so how are we supposed to like, like, short, like, make ourselves like, like, motivate, like, be interested in studying if it's so hard and you know you're not anyways getting a good mark because you don't understand the way to answer the questions. I hear you. I hear you loud and clear. What's the, what's the approach that you use to study? Get, like, either you get either one friend or yourself and you just, like, learn the material. So, you know what? Yourself. I'm going to give you an approach. Because we always had teachers telling us things and reviewing it with us over and over and over. But now we don't like review anymore. We just go over it once and then so, that's it. So I have a good way of studying history. Try and tell me if it works. You get together with a friend. You both read. The, you both read the chapter, and you. We did that. And you know, you each write ten questions to ask the other person. Well, that's not going to help because her questions I can never. I can't figure out how to write, answer, write her questions. I didn't. Her no, questions I, I was taking like straight from like region type of things. I didn't she tell. I didn't. I didn't it. tell you to write her questions. I told you to write ten questions to try and stump your friend, and ask each other the questions. That's like simple material, and she makes it like. Thinking questions. I don't know how to make a thinking question. But, uh, not but, but I bet you if you tried, you could. Mm. Listen to it again, because it's, it's a cute approach. Take a friend. You each write ten questions that you are trying to stump your friend with. And you ask each other the questions. You're trying to slug up your friend. You don't want him to get the answer. So you're thinking of a difficult question. What, what do you do to make it difficult if you know the material? But she said, doesn't, it doesn't help if you know the material. Just so the way, the, the way to make what it difficult. the reaction of someone would be if they hear this. I, but you told me how to make it difficult. Take a question you think she'd ask. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right? Thank you. Thanks for calling. I have a text here I want to respond to. What? Uh, uh, I have a text here I want to respond to. 
That's okay. So, okay. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Uh-huh. Someone here writes, I'm short and it really bothers me. And I don't know how old you are, but I have to tell you, short is a relative thing. And I think one of the tallest people in the world that I know wasn't very tall. And feet, or my fantasy was very short. But who doesn't know the enormity of who he was? I think that you shouldn't think about it. I think that if you're young, you'll grow. And if someone tells you that you're short, you could tell them that may be true. I'll probably grow. You're mean. And I don't know what I could do for you. <laughs> and you're not nice. You know what? Uh, first of all, I can, I can admit that I was very short. And I was very fat. <laughs> I was very short, very tiny. More, you know, when I joined the army, you know, how much I was waiting? 47 kilos. Wow. I don't know what it's like. Uh, the 47 kilos like 90 pounds. 90 pounds. And I was really, really tiny. Wow. But, I was in the army, you know, I just joined. And second, you know, most of the smart, I don't know smart, but a lot of smart, a lot of leaders was very tiny. Right. Very tiny, you know, Napoleon. I'm not talking about our, 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 uh, you know, our, like you said, you cannot even uh, compare to do the, to their brain. Nothing to do with the eyes, nothing to do with the, with the exterior. How the Chachami said, and don't worry. And don't, you know, don't worry about other people saying to you. Yeah. Because Baruch Hu is bringing you every, every single challenge. You know what? You know what? I once heard from a Gadol Hador who someone said, he said, if, if you are in a situation where people make fun of you, then you are a millionaire. So I said, what does it mean a millionaire? He said, because call him Avril Midotav, Anybody who's a mevater, he gets tremendous, tremendous, tremendous reward from Hashem. So a person who's put in a position that they could be mevater on a constant basis, that's like a jackpot. You know, every time that somebody insults you, I'm telling you, this is from my experience again, if somebody insults you and say something, just close your eyes and ask everything from the Kadosh Baruch Hu. Yeah. And it's, it is, it's amazing. I, you know, well, let me tell you something. We had an, a play, we went to, to the, the tune of the Rabbi Merubavich a few right. weeks ago. And I, I don't know, some, some person just went off the track Aye. and start talking very ugly to the person that was in the information over there. Aye. Very, very ugly. <laughs> and we just saw the guy didn't say a word, a word, you know. Just, you know, he was like you saw his face become white, and he doesn't know what to do. But he didn't say nothing. We ran to him, and I said, "Please bless me, bless us." You know, we're a group of uh, four people. Uh, please bless us, you know. And right. it's, it's, it's amazing this power to, of blessing, and you guy that you know probably get your friend call you shorty and all this kind of nickname other than. 
when you close when you feel that it's it's a it's affect you close your house close your eyes and just ask from whatever you want right believe me and second I tell you a story okay tell okay. me from the rabbi Eftaya you know from the book Menchat Yehuda yeah okay one day Rabbi Eftaya he was dealing with Gilgol Neshamot with all this kind of Tikkunen Neshamot you know and one day he got a uh, he got a phone call he got a, a, a spirit he got to him at night and he said listen my name is I, I don't remember exactly the name my name is Josh uh, Mo you know and I'm I was very bad when I was young. I was very, 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 very bad when I was young and I had many of you on my, on my, on my issue. Very bad, you know, and, and I had very, very bad, uh, you know, things, life in my life. And so I, so the story like this, I'm going, I conf- do me a favor, do me a, try to save me. So he's he, he doing some tikkunim, some tefillot, praying, and somehow this this neshama come back to him after a few days. And he said, yeah, I, I was getting a retrial in the, in the court of heaven, and they willing me to send me back to the earth, but because I was very pretty person, I had a very big note with ladies, and I, I I asked them in the bed in the in in the in the court of heaven to create me such an ugly person that nobody will even think about me as 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 something to do avera with me, you know. Okay, that's the end of of this uh, section. And after a few days, I got. Uh, a messenger come from Yerushalayim. He was in Yerushalayim. Come to it. That everybody stand in the hospital of Sharet Sedek, a born, a new baby, that is a monster. Right. He's a monster. He cannot. You know. Even people don't understand what kind of ugly person is he. So he he right he, he just jump over there right around to the hospital. I said, listen, don't touch this boy, this boy. Don't touch him. This is my boy. I'm going to to help him going up, and thinking about this, Simcha, thinking about this, this boy, when he grew up, he don't, he doesn't remember that he asked this issue. He asked to be ugly. Right. He asked to be monster because he was afraid to get. He just wanted to pass this world and peaceful. So this is the thing that we don't know where we come, what kind of background right. we have. You know, we don't know this. This person look at the mirror and said, "What ugly? What, Ribbono Shalom? Why you create me like this?" And this is your wish. It's our, my wish, how to be created. Right. It's amazing, right? It's an amazing, amazing story. And the truth is that when we think about it, what we have is what is meant for us. Yeah. And this is my father, Allah Shalom Zatzal, used to say. This is what Hashem gave us. What are we supposed to do with it? And this is, he went through a tremendous nisyonot in life. He lost a son and, and he got sick young. But he said, what are we supposed to do with it? Now, I have someone that texted me a very, very important text that I want to address. And this, is, this text says, I study very, very hard, but never see good results. My marks are not like 80s, but 70s and 60s. I'm, I'm, 
I'm beginning to give up. I can't get a tutor for every subject. My friend, my friend, grades are just numbers. That's all they are. They're just some person's way of measuring knowledge. What you have in life, okay, I am sure is much more than the 60s and the 70s you get on your grades. And I bet you in other areas of your life, you get 90s and 100. Because in personality or in midot or in, in mitzvot, you probably get hundreds. So it's a tough test, but don't kill yourself over it. The main thing is if you're learning, and you have to understand also, Hashem doesn't give grades. Hashem doesn't give grades. You learn a Mishnah, and you, you learn Chumash, and you don't get a good grade in class. You think Hashem doesn't give you an A for that Mishnah? Hashem gives you an A plus for that Mishnah. You know why? Because you didn't get 100 on a test. The 100 takes away from your reward. Uh, uh, you, uh, let me ask you, you was a, a student? A student. I have one report card. I still have a George. The only report card was the first A I ever got, and it was in sixth grade. So I tell my kids that my test scores didn't add up to the hundreds that they get on one test. So I, I want to tell you this: this is something that's very, very, very important to all the people that thinking that somehow the number is important. Number is not important, you know, and also, you know. You, you have been in the university. I have been in the university. Before the university, I have the last podcast from ninth grade. And then I jumped to the university. It's not because I was so good, because I couldn't fit. We, you know, some people cannot fit on this scale. Because the measurement of, measurement of checking people, it's so uh, deceiving. And you know something? You know something? I could say publicly on radio... I was thrown out of high school in 10th grade. Yeah, I, I was sorry, thrown out of I high school. Up, that's, that's and, and, and you know something? I was thrown out of high school, and then later when I was the principal of the school, I used to bring my 8th graders to this school. We used to stay overnight in this school on our 8th grade trip. And there's the principal that threw me out with bizarreness, who's standing there. He didn't recognize me at all. So I walked over, so he walked over to me and he says, what school are you from? The kids are so well behaved, it's unbelievable. I told him, he goes, wow, such great school. I told him, I said, you know something? He sa I said, I think I have regards for you from somebody. He goes, who? I said, Simcha Cohen. So he looks at me, he says, Simcha Cohen. Oh my, what's with him? Is he, is he from? <laughs> is, is he from? I said, yeah, Baruch Hashem, he's actually a, a mechanic. So then he looks at me and goes, that you? So he put his arm on my shoulder. So you know what I told him, Nisim? I said, please take your arm off my shoulder. When I needed it, it wasn't there. I don't need it now. So please take your hand off my shoulder. So, yes. And the fact is, though, that what, this, it, I didn't succeed in his school. And I'm not blaming anybody. If I broke rules, whatever it was. I needed a different environment. I needed somebody to nurture me. And I could tell you that I had a person in, in 11th grade, a Rebbe, Rabbi Moshe Kamen, who changed my entire life. He changed my entire life. And you know something? All we need is one person. 
for grades. I got in 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 physics, my average was forty five, and that were that was a good average. But I was the only kid that didn't cheat on the test. They used to steal the test, and they used to cheat. So imagine everybody was getting hundreds, and I got forty five. But we all failed the regions. <laughs> yeah, but the forty-five was was real forty-five. It was a real forty-five. Yeah, it was. It's forty-five percent for the question. And now, it, uh, the, something that you know, that, but, you know, many kids, for example, talking about kids now, or talking about our ourselves, because really we are we are kids, yeah, right? Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, we are basically rerun our memory. Yeah. Many times you come to the to the test and you know everything, but somehow the And with the F pen doesn't write the right it you know the question you know everything and it doesn't reflect it, it doesn't. doesn't so I don't get first of all I just I don't like to that you write I, I'm going to give up don't ever 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 you have up. so much life to live to and who's gonna test you and nobody you know just and I'm telling you you see from all my friends the a student was uh and the top of the class what they're doing today and what are the people that had the, the C student and the B student what they're doing today you It's, know something the the, the the most important thing and I know this from very big people most important thing is me dot is me dot and you know what someone a kid told me if Maisha Bainu was alive today They'd pull him out for speech therapy three times a week. <laughs> he has to go to speech. And Yitzchak would have had a para because yes. he was blind. He yeah. had, if he went to school, he would have had to have a para to sit next to him because he was you know, blind. And you, and you know what? All of them would never give a shiduch. That's right. No. Oh, forget no, it. Shiduch is no way. You know, no way. No way. No way. Rivka, everybody has his own kind of shtick and 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 the family. That, that's right. You know, the daughter of the the chief mafia guy and the the the, the, the brother is is a criminal. That's right. Who's going to? Who's going? Is is off the derech? What do you oh, want? Forget, oh, forget about it. Forget about it. You know? Oy vey, oy vey. <laughs> yeah, for just, sure. No. And you know what, Rachel? She was an old maid. Yes. Wow. She has Rachel seven years already, fourteen years. She's yes. an old maid already. Yes. Who wants the shidduch? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> You know this. Okay, we we're going on a really on a tangent. So, so okay. for you, young person, don't worry about your grades. Just learn and try, and you know what? And just enjoy learning Torah because it's in. If you don't do well, so so, I had so many students that didn't do well that I pushed ahead in life, and they're beautiful adults. Beautiful yeah. adults. It's no okay. No question. All right. You know we have a lot. Let's take a Hello. call. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, how are you? Good. What's going on? I'm really excited for Hanukkah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Is it? So, can I, can I tell you something, Tzadik? Every year, the same thing happens. Okay? The lights, the candles, the thing. But we get excited every year. That's got to be Ruchnius. It's, it's like, it's like, there's, there's something very, very solid and strong about But it's the same thing, but it's never the same. It's never the same. I don't care how many times you light the menorah and you say the brachas, it's ins inspirational every time, no? Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. 
It's it's and it because it means so much and it signifies so much. Anyways, thanks for calling. Hi, you're on the air. Me? Yeah, you. What's up? Hold on. Hello. Hello. I have a question. Yeah, sure. Ask the question. You want to ask me a question? Do you want to ask me a question? Okay. You know what? Collect your thoughts and you can call back, okay? Okay, bye. Hi, you're on the air. Huh? Hi, hi. What's up? Um, hi. I'm very smart. I don't think my, te- my teacher thinks so. All right. So you know what? Her loss. <laughs> what, what, why do you think your teacher doesn't think so? I don't know. Well, do, is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? If your teacher thinks you're very smart, do you think that she might so she change? I'm not smart. Uh, uh, you know what? So why do you think she thinks that? What? Why do you think that she thinks that? Because she's mean. She's mean. And what is the connection between mean and smart? I don't know. Is she only mean to the kids that aren't smart? Yeah. Okay. I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to understand what you're saying because is she mean only to you or is she mean to a lot of kids? A lot of kids. Okay. So then it probably has nothing to do with whether she's smart or not. Maybe it has to do with the fact that she needs to have a cup of coffee before she comes to class. She does. Okay. So is the class in the morning or in the afternoon? Morning. Morning. So maybe she needs a double cup of coffee. (laughs) She does. Okay. So then it has nothing to do with whether you're smart. But I'll tell you one thing. You are pretty smart if you're you're, like talking about it. What could you do? Ignore her. Ignore her and feel bad for her, maybe. I think respect, you know, respect, respectful, and that's it, you know, just because you not. Listen, you never know what's going yes, on. Exactly. Just, but disrespect, it doesn't make a difference. What goes on, disrespect is something you just never want to do because it's about you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay? You know what? Macy, I went to university and I encountered people. There were horrible people, really Rashaim, some of them. But I didn't disrespect them because it was about me. Because yeah. I was raised with respect, so we're not going to disrespect them. I even had a supervisor, a supervisor saying to me, why do you let them talk to you that way? I said, because I'm not going to lower myself to his level. It is what it is. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, good evening. Good evening, how are you? Oh, Dr. Cohn, okay. And hi, Nisim. Thank you both for a beautiful show. Thank you. Um, I was so, so, so sorry to hear that you were bounced out of a yeshiva. Uh, that's very sorry. You know, it, it was, uh, 50, it was, 70 years ago, they were begging kids to go to yeshiva, <laughs> and now they're bouncing them out because you just don't make the grade. Or Well, I have to admit, I really did deserve to get bounced out. <laughs> I, I really, I'll tell you, I, I really... Wanted to leave the yeshiva because it really wasn't for me. I didn't do anything terribly bad. I just was very, I did my own thing. And I, I, they said, I said, you know what? I think I want to leave. And they said, when? 
tomorrow? Okay. But um, I'm not sorry I was bounced out of yeshiva because the truth is good things happened since then. And my parents... I, I, I think that's weird with the, the, the approaches, the akoletova, we don't see it. We don't and I use that... I use that in order to channel all of my energy to make sure that it doesn't happen to other kids. Okay, and so my son was bounced out as well in the seventh grade of the yeshiva, but he was aye. there since nursery. There was a new menahel, and he was like cleaning up shop. I and think we that begged him, I think is that, that one, is. It was another year and a half. I said, just let him graduate with his friends that he's been with. Nope, this and no. Nope, I think that. that's Ritzicha. And my son did nothing wrong. As a matter of fact, when we tried getting him Guess what? into another yeshiva, the comment back to us was, we're not taking a different yeshiva's refuse. So you can imagine the year never, and a half that we had. Never, never, never. And this kid did nothing wrong. He just couldn't, as hard as he tried, he couldn't get more than a 30. But he, to this day, has a golden and neshama and a good heart. And somebody told me as long as the parents are a good campaign a manager for their kids, and this is to all parents, even right. if your kid can't make the grade, if they're good and you believe in them, they will succeed. If I, if I had a million dollars, I would pay you for this call, because you know what? <laughs> what you just it's did... Just, um, uh, you know what? This child now is 29, and I still have a hole in my heart when I think about it. Can you imagine? I can't. I can uh, imagine. I, 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 we believe it. I tell and, but you know something? It. I said, when you were talking, I said Nebuch three times. You think Thank I was you. saying Nebuch for your son? I wasn't. Because he has a mother like you, and, and, and he, I was saying Nebuch on the Mechanchim that don't realize what they're doing. Because I'll tell you something, I had said something very bold to a Mechanch, and maybe this is why I lost some popularity, but this was a Mechanch, I said to him, how do you cross the street? How do you cross the street at the end of the day without being afraid that some car is going to run you down? As you, 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 after you, 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 you have such, and you know what? It's just, it's, it, it, I can't even begin to tell you. Sometimes, sometimes you have to, kids have to change yeshivot. Sometimes they do. But the way you do it has to be with, like a brain surgery. You have right. to be so careful. Well, I had a kid... make a phone call and say... But Look, you know what? I had a kid who threw... A, a, a month before eighth grade graduation, he had to leave the yeshiva. And, and, and I, we asked Sheila Chacham, and it was something that was just impossible. And I recently met him. He's a police officer today. And I was worried when I met him and I saw him. I said, are you talking to me? He told me, am I talking to you? He goes... You don't even remember what you did, and I do, really. He said, you made me come to school every day and hang out in your office until you found me a place to be. He said, and then he couldn't walk down graduation. He says, you took me out for ice cream afterwards. You celebrated with me graduation alone because you felt bad that I couldn't walk down. And you know what? I remember doing that because I was so afraid. I was so afraid. Of, I had to do Mirahadin. We spoke at the time to people, Rishmuk Avedetsky, people who were huge people who told us what we had to do. But Rishmuk said, but do it with Ava. Do it with a Krechts. Do it with pain. And you know something? It's, 
It's actually, it's like 17 years later. No more, it's like 20 years later. And this is what the kid remembers. But not to challenge you, if he went through the whole spectrum till the months before graduation, they just couldn't take for four more weeks to let him graduate I with can't, his peers? I can't, I cannot go into, I didn't say he didn't graduate with his peers. He came to uh, the school. He mm -hmm. went. He was able to play with the recess. He sat. He was my assistant for three weeks in my office. I, it, I, I can't say what it was, but it was pretty much something that that it was. It was a. It was really pikuach nefesh. If I wouldn't have made such a statement, it would have been a disaster for everybody. Mm -hmm. It was okay. such a thing. And you know what? The kid understood it. His parents understood it. And they didn't question it. As long as, okay, if everyone came out, okay. Um, can I make one more comment, though, about when that other Rebbe approached you um, years later and yeah. asked if you're from and didn't recognize you? Yeah. Actually, uh, our beloved Rabbi Zachariah Wallerstein just mentioned that point um, this morning in his Devar Torah. Um, there was this girl, and he works with these girls that yes. need a little extra, you know, arm around the shoulder. And I don't girl say extra. They need an arm around the shoulder. I need an arm around the shoulder, too. Okay. They we just react do. to not getting it. We all need arms around the shoulder. In any case, this girl somehow turned her life around. She got kicked out of school and um, it was, I guess, a regular um, mainstream base, Yaakov, but she had gone off the derrick, and then she came back on. She turned herself around, and she met this Menahel um, years later after she got married, and she was bitsneus, and she had children. And the Menahel recognized her and said, Is your sister still from? Aye. And that was, that was, she looks at him and says, It was me. You know, that's the... And, and the point Oy. Rabbi Wallerstein was bringing out was um, with the brothers and Yosef also, it says something, I don't know the exact, I don't have a phone, but it says they, they saw him from afar. They couldn't believe that their little brother was second in command in a great nation, and they didn't honestly want to believe it or something. But you have to, to understand how, with all these, uh, you how know, true these that is. You, know, you have to understand. They think that they all know better. How, and you know uh, they treat the children the way they do. It, the, the, it, the the fact is how true that is because you you have to you you have to understand that I lost a brother when I was sixteen and it's now oh, many God. many many years ago. If I would see him, no matter whether he have a beard, no beard, nothing, I would recognize him a mile away. Right. This was like seventeen years, and they did not recognize. They were sitting there at his table in his face, and they didn't see him. And it's not because they didn't see him physically. It's exactly what you just said in the name of Rav Zechariah Shlita, that, that they couldn't daher, they couldn't be masig. That's how, that's how strongly they felt he was bad. They had locked him in to that piece, that this is who he is, and they couldn't, couldn't comprehend. And you know what? There was, there, there are so many times that I've had teachers talk to me, parents talk to me, principals talk to me and say, you don't understand, this kid is just bad. And I say, you know what? That's impossible. Because if he was created by Hashem, 
He was given a neshama. Hashem does not create bad things. Not happening. There has to be something. And a person who has this attitude, then you know what? The Nebuch is not a person that has that attitude. There was one teacher in my life. I didn't, she wasn't my teacher. But in my entire life, I never met a, a better teacher than Rebetzin Pessy Brudny. May she rest in peace. This is Rabbi Brudny's wife. Mm. She was a, a teacher in Mag and David. And I never in my life, I have adults in their 30s, in their 40s, who remember this third grade teacher who changed their entire life. And you think, what could a person do in third grade to change someone's life? But she had an ability to just engender a sense of value in these children that a child, even on a third grade level, felt so worthwhile. It was not shy to even understand. And you know something? That's that's what we need to do as parents, as adults. That and, and you know something? If anybody wants to know what my trick is, it's not a trick. To me, children are worthwhile. I, I think that they are the most phenomenal. I, I get so much from children. I'd much rather talk to children any day than adults. <laughs> you know, it, it's 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 so fresh and it's so so pure. Even even those that are in trouble. Yes, yeah, speaking of kids in trouble, I I substitute a lot to help out with the income. So I had one time a, a child in, in the class says, "I'm just bad." You know, I, so I tell them, there are no bad children in this class. You may misbehave, but no one is bad. You all have the ability to be good. And I tell them, and I want you to show that to me. And they sit themselves up straight, and their whole, you know, outlook changes when I tell them that. 100%. 100%. So one more point, and I'll let someone else call in. I want to say to all these teachers and principals that think they know better, be careful who you step on on your way up. They're the same people you meet on the way down. Very well Have a said. good night, everyone. Nachas from the kids. Thank you. Thank you, doctor. Thank you, Nissan, for a beautiful program. I hope you're always matzliach. Thank and, you. Um, we should all see nachas from our children and have no more heartache. Amen. Amen. Have a good night. Thank, Thank you, you for too. your time. Thank you. I just want to say one thing. I believe, and I talk many times, I talk with schools and teachers. We don't have, we have Yechidim that are bad and have bad attitudes. But by and large, I spoke at Erot Beit Yaakov and I spoke at Shal Shalos Beit Yaakov. And you know something? I, I, I felt that they were thirsty. Like you can't imagine what could we do to help these kids? What could we do to show them? Very often kids will reject love. Very often kids will reject acceptance and will reject the positive and teachers get discouraged. But you know something, by and large, we have some of the best teachers that we've ever had in the history of Kali Yisrael. We have some that are, they, they're kind of like caught in the system and they're like, you know, they're, they're, they're clogging up the pipes. But by and large, I'm very, very impressed by the questions I get from teachers and the and the... I find that the thing that really messes up a teacher's attitude is when 
they lose focus about what they're there for. I would say, that, first of all, we know the teacher are human. Teacher has its own problem. You know, it's unfortunately, you know, we're all dealing with the rent, with the mortgage, with, with the kids, their own kids, their own uh, issue in the house. Right. But, but it doesn't give any excuses how to treat other people. But I think by and large, I think that the, the few teachers that have problems are the ones that make noises. And you know something? I speak to many teachers who have problems with these teachers, and they're upset at these teachers. Anyways, this is Dr. Simcha Cohen and Nisim, and we are wrapping yeah, it up. You know, Rabbi Simcha, Doctor, Rabbi Doctor, Just Simcha. Simcha, you know what? We could stay here because the phone line is full, and I really apologize for the kids that are waiting so much to... to I feel bad. Uh, really too bad. Uh, so, Bezal Hashem, next, I don't know, next week, uh, we'll see how it's working, Adlakat uh, Nerot, all this. Oh, boy. We'll yeah. figure it out. We'll figure it out, okay? Okay. Anybody wants to contact me, ask drsimcha at gmail.com. Send me an email or call the station, and they'll put me in touch. And again... J-Root Radio is going viral. If you have an event, Rabbi Nisi, myself, any of the speakers here, we don't need to be behind microphones. We like to be behind people too. Have a good week. And uh, Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. And, 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 and what do you call it? Chag Urim Sameach. Chag Urim Sameach. Alichtiche. <laughs> Whatever. It's a tongue twister. <laughs> okay. Thank you very Thank you. much.